That's something I will never, ever forget. So for all of us, those who are listening right now on this show, you know, we talk about death and we're talking about all these things in life right now. Who do you, what do you want to be remembered as? That is the key because it's not about the money. I'm telling you, and it's not about the fame. It's about how you are pouring into people. Welcome to the Darren Woodson Show. If you're clicking on this episode right now and have not yet listened to the episode we released on Sunday uh, with Drew Robinson, please pause this right now. Go back and listen to that episode first. It's a powerful, um, heavy, yet hope-giving hope episode um, that, that you absolutely is, is a absolute must listen. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today and coming out of that episode, there was a lot of thoughts for a lot of us. Um, and, and even since that episode, real life events have happened to some of us that further cemented this idea that we're going to talk about today. And, and it's, and it's surrounding life and death. Um, we, we don't want this to be a negative episode, uh, like dark and gloomy. Um, the last episode with drew, um, there was points in that where it really was heavy and it was, I mean, brought tears to all three of our eyes in the middle of that interview. But we also were, were very conscious to wrap it up with hope because Drew's story is full of hope on the other side of it. We want to do the same today, but we want to talk through the idea of, of thinking about death. And not in a negative, fearful way, but you know, Ben's going to give us some scientific um, evidence and studies talking about how we chemically handle the concept of death. Mm-hmm. But we also want to talk about how how does thinking about death affect how we live our life, and that's ultimately what it is. And and on this podcast, we talk a lot about giving ourselves freedoms to live, mm-hmm. to live life. We live in a great country that. Um, you know, many people right now, freedom is the hot topic, right? That everyone wants to talk about, oh, don't take away our freedoms or we need more freedoms or whatever it may be. This podcast is not about that. This mm-hmm. podcast is about unlocking freedom in your own life so that you can enjoy it the way that it was designed to, whatever your belief system is behind it. But we want to talk about this topic today and, and Ben, um, maybe give us a little context behind if you're if you're okay sharing yeah. you know this this last weekend um there's a tragic event talk through that why this is now even more at the forefront more so than even even after we had drew on the show last week yeah just for some context and, and you know it started i'll touch on the drew episode first it started with that for me mm-hmm. um like you touched on tyler there there was a point in there that as i'm reading it just all hit me out of nowhere and it was emotional, and Darren, you had to take over reading, and that jacked me up. That episode jacked me up, to be honest with you. I, I'd never thought about suicide in that way. It's never personally affected me. I've never known anybody that's done it or gone through it or struggled with it, so it didn't personally ever touch me until that episode, and it hit me in a different way than I'd ever been hit before on that topic. And I think what jacked me up so much was just the thought of the loneliness mm-hmm. and the thought of pain and how much of those two things a person has, must be in to get to the point where they decide that death is the best option for me. And so that started it. And then to make matters worse, over the weekend, an old friend of mine, an old mentor of mine, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if you're familiar with the with the group Young Life, um, when I was in high school, me and my best friends used to participate in Young Life. And one of our leaders uh, was a guy named... And over the weekend, uh, and his family were on their way uh, to do a little celebration for his wife. His wife was graduating, getting her PhD, and um, unfortunately, they had a car accident. Died. Um, car flipped a few times. Uh, smashed into a tree and died on impact. Thankfully, his wife and kids are going to be okay. Obviously, physically, 
probably not mentally for a little while, but that also, I mean, so that combined with, you know, just coming off of Drew's episode, we think about COVID right now, over 500,000 people. So death, it's fair to say, has been on my mind lately. And so the thought I kept having was, number one, why, why is death not more, like, why don't we think about it more than what we do? And that was the question that was kind of spinning through my head all weekend. And then on the flip side, okay, thankfully it's not. Thankfully it's not something we focus on. But what do we do with the thought of death? How do we live our life in a way that honors those that have come before us, but also honors our mortality and honors the fact that we all are going to pass away at some point? And so that's kind of what I want to ask you guys now that we've gotten that context. What are y'all's thoughts on that topic why don't we spend more time thinking about it there's a scientific reason which i can go over in a little bit but from anecdotal experience whoever wants to go first i'm just curious what y'all's thoughts are on that i i think it's you know a lot of it depends on where you are in your life um i'm much older well i'm what 20 some years older than you guys well i don't know 14 15 i'm in my 50s i'm early 50s so uh, early on in life, I never really thought about death. Now it was happening around me. And when it happened, you know, at a young age, when I was in my teens or whatnot, and I saw, you know, I grew up in an inner city and I saw people get shot or killed or whatnot. And it affected me then, but it was always like, okay, well, tomorrow's another day. It's not, that's not going to be me. It's not, it was almost like a, like, I wasn't vulnerable. I didn't feel that vulnerable back then when I was young. And it wasn't until I started to get into my later 40s and, and, and to the time today where you start, as you get older, you start to see people that you're close to pass away, whether it be through natural causes, um, cancer or whatnot. As you age, you know, I'm watching my mother and her friends pass away. It, it becomes more of a common theme. So you're starting to see it that way. So you don't feel that invincibility that I felt when I was 20 some years old, 30 years old. I know, and I've told you guys, I've sat, I was in the shower with my four year old son months back and it was in the heart of COVID. And I looked down while I was showering and looked down at him and I thought, man, I only have like you know, I had this, I had this, my little dude at a, a late age, I probably got 25 good years with him. And those are the, that's the type of mindset you start to have as you get older, because death becomes a reality. It's, it's real. And when you're younger, you just feel like I got so much runway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's part of it for me is, you know, at a younger age, I just felt like I'm invincible. I can get through things. I don't, I don't, it's not on the forefront. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with life experiences as well. Um, I, like you at a young age, death was not something that I dealt with much. I lost grandparents Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of, kind of the very typical type of, uh, of encounters with death. Um, Now my wife, on the other hand, she had a very different experience. Mm -hmm. She lost her older sister when her sister was 11 to cancer and so her family's outlook on life is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, in, a, in, in a very short time, and, and this is I'll, I'll reference this a little bit later, but uh, in a very short time, an 11-year-old lived life to the fullest. And while battling cancer for six years, six of her 11 years, majority of her life, she battled this. But they looked at life as a celebration. Mm-hmm. They looked at, okay, what are we going to do while we're here? If, if my sister can make this much of an impact still 30 years or 20, 22 years later, mm-hmm. people are still coming up and saying, oh my gosh, the impact that she made on my life, I still, it still impacts me. Mm-hmm. So I, it's very different. So my wife's family, it's like, okay, hey, live every moment. Like yeah. love every moment. Don't like Tiff is very much like, I don't see why you stress so much. Like, I don't see why you let all the life things like bog you down and, and bring you down. She's like, enjoy every moment because it truly is a gift from God because it can literally be taken away. Whereas I didn't live that way. I didn't grow up that way. I didn't see it. 
And so I think life experiences are are a big part of it. And then also too, I think, you know, whatever your spiritual standing is, yeah. where so you true, are, yeah. like here's a, here's a reality. And in my in my okay, my reality is that I say that I don't fear death. Yeah. I really I really don't think that I do because I know where I know where I'm going. Right. But there's still fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so uh, I can only imagine how much fear would be associated with death if I didn't have the faith that I have. Right. And 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 if that's the case, then there's no way I'm thinking about it. Like I'm going to avoid death at all costs and I'm because it's final at that point, and and this life that I know is done. I dude, get that out of my mind. I don't want to deal with it at all. But I think if depending on your spiritual and uh, your spiritual background and 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 where you are, I think that has a lot to do as well with perspective, mm-hmm. because you know if you read in the Bible, right, it's it, it is something that you look forward to, because on the other side of it, it's even better. Um, I just, man, I, I can't imagine living life with the burden of like the finality, finality yeah. of, of death yeah. and everything is on me and I have to carry all these burdens and I have to, everything that, that I get and get to experience in this short little time is on me. And I don't know. I just, to me, those two are, are really impactful um, elements. I think. And when you look at, at death and how you address death. Yeah. And you know, I I think, you know, my brother died a couple years ago and to me, it's, you know, my faith tells me that, you know, life begins after death, right? That's my faith tells me, but I mean, the reality, yeah, I think you hit on a little bit there, Tyler, as well is that when I saw my brother dying, that was a part of me. Looked like me, his hands looked like me. Um, my height, my size, he was my best friend. And all I could see was the healthy, healthy, healthy Randy. But then when he was dying, it was a part of me that was dying as well. And to me, that's when it really, if that affected, and you guys are around me then, that really affected me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just because of, it was just love, but you know, a lot of questions started to come to my head to think, okay, now I'm questioning things and I'm wondering why and why is God taking a, a, a man that was so good and why is it cancer that's taking him? Why is it happening so fast? And he has two kids. I mean, you start to think about mm-hmm. so many things and process it through your mind. But again, it all leads to in the end is Tyler, you hit it. It's like my faith. I just fell back on my faith to carry me through that that moment. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't. Ha- I didn't have doubts, mm-hmm. and I didn't question. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a scenario where you can get closer to death than that, right? Other than you personally going through right. it. But you talking about you saw your brother. That was you, right? And there's no other way to experience death any closer than it actually happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, same struggle, my thoughts, same struggle this weekend. You know, this guy was father of three young kids. He served people, loved people, loved the Lord. Like, yeah. why him? Why, exactly. You know, yeah. why Why did it have to happen to somebody And like then why that? so much pain, too? I mean, because it's not just him. He's leaving behind a wife and three kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that. those are the questions that really, I mean, I get it, like, it happens. Death happens. But why good people? Right. And and that was the part of me that. Yeah. And then that, that opens up the can of worms. Well, what's truly good and right. what's not right. like who's to determine what's right. good and what's not. So I get that. That's, that's mm-hmm. another discussion. We're not necessarily going to go down, but I don't know. I guess for me, Tyler, I'm like you, like grandparents, that was about it for me growing up. That was my experience with death, which is, and that's the other weird thing about death is we expect it with certain people we don't with others, and so we just compartmentalize. And maybe that's another scientific thing, just the way we're wired. Mm-hmm. You know, we expect it with grandparents, so it's sad, but it's not as sad mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Right. We just we we found a way to deal with it in that way. Mm-hmm. But I think about like for me, you know, just had a doctor checkup not long ago. I'm healthy. I don't have any major 
physical issues. So for me, it's distant because it's just not, it's just not something that deserves my time, honestly, mm. throughout the day. I've got bigger, quote-unquote, fish to fry. Mm. I've got bigger priorities in my day. But the problem with that line of thinking is I take things for granted. I don't appreciate moments like maybe I should. I don't think about the things I'm truly thankful for because the ultimate, which is death, is so far away in my mind. And so I just think about, again, I mean, you just have to be, it has to hit you in the face, at least mm-hmm. for me it does, mm-hmm. for me to really think about it. Um, yeah, I want to I want to go back to you know you guys were asking a question like what's good and why him and mm-hmm. why this time. One of the things that, um, like so, Arian Foster uh, is a is a devout atheist, right? Mm-hmm. And and he always constantly is battling. You know, uh, like Justin Forsett is a, a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and um, and so we were in the running back room and we'd always have these conversations about atheism versus Christianity and fit, you mm-hmm. know who's right, who's wrong, and he's questioning, 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 questioning. And, and ultimately, here's the thing, is it's very, it's, it's very clear and apparent that one, science can't answer everything, mm-hmm. and that two, as humans, we can't comprehend everything. So there's, there are things that, that we're just not going to know. And if you burden yourself with trying to, yeah, to find those out. things out mm-hmm. and, and get those answers, that's just a weight that we are just not capable of caring and look there's the whole thing ignorance is bliss like but guess what like and and this this was the argument you know um that that i had with with arian i said listen okay if if you're right and i'm wrong guess what we're going to the same place right but guess what during life I at least get to live lighter. I get to live, I get to live in a way because I'm not searching constantly for answers and validations for everything that's Mm -hmm. out there. And the same thing with, with who is what, who dies when they die, why, you know, is God choosing it? You know, what's, what is, what is sovereignty? What are all these things? Right. Mm -hmm. And ultimately like there is a reason I believe, and Mm -hmm. this is my faith. There is a reason for it. And they're they're terrible, and sometimes it's really hard to understand why or where that reason is. But you never know the impact that that one event or that one that one tragic event, the impact that that can make on someone else. Your brother, it it could have totally shifted and and changed the way that you live the rest of your life, the way that you raise your son, the way your son raises his kids, the right. way, way his kids raise his kids. And we just don't, we don't know those things and can't see those things because if we're looking at the whole spectrum, there's no way to really say, okay, hey, here's where the pivotal change and reason for it was, right? right? It's, it's over a long period of time. And I think with that, the death concept is so big and complex mm. that we as humans, I mean, like, there's so many things we don't still understand about it, right? Like, so we can't answer it. So we don't want to think about it. I mean, think about anything. And if if I don't really truly know deeply, you know, what the answer is, I kind of just stay away from it. Yeah. Like I don't want to like dig into something that I really don't know or can't comprehend. Right. So I think to me, death is kind of in that in that sector. In that, look, it's not something that I can comprehend. Mm. I need to be aware that it's real, and I know what I know. But like Ben, you were saying is the appreciation of it and appreciation of all the moments until then. I think that's, what's the biggest thing with this conversation is we need to understand. And I want to, I want to kind of hear the scientific fact. Okay. Why, why as, as humans do we push this in the back of our mind, but all in the context of, okay, everyone knows that death is real, whether we want to acknowledge it. I mean, back to the football reference, right? Same deal. When you're in the NFL, you think it's never going to end. You see all these people around you getting cut. Yeah. The dude in the locker next Retire, to you retiring, you know, getting hurt, whatever yeah. it is, their career is over. You know that it's inevitable. But in the moment, you think that it's never going to happen to me. That's right. Yeah. I'm always going yeah. to be on this roster, yeah. and I'm always going to be making this money. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, ties, it, it really it ties in back to the conversation we had on long-term versus short-term, mm-hmm. instant gratification versus long-term goals. I mean – that stuff is so distant. I'm not prioritizing that right now. Mm. I'm prioritizing the now, 
which in certain ways is obviously good. In other ways, it's not so good. And, and you got to, there's a lot of nuance to it. Right. But also too on that is if you're, if you're thinking about constantly, if you're thinking about death in a way that like, oh my gosh, it's, it's going to be here you're right living now. Living in fear. Living I mean, in fear. fear. So, that, yeah. so if that's the case, then how do you ever progress and, and build goals and, and work for things right. and, and accomplish and enjoy yeah. every moment? Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's goals that we all have and you know, whether they're material, whether they're relational, whether they're personal, whatever it is, if, if you're saying, Oh my gosh, I could just die at any moment, but yeah. there's no point in doing anything. Cause yeah. I could die tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's not what we're designed to do. We're designed to live, live in a way like we're going to live forever, but plan yeah. that it can, it can happen. And I want to hear the scientific views because, you know, there's a part of me that always has, and, and that's not just myself. I mean, people probably think the same thing is like with death and I've seen it firsthand, you know, the next day, guess what? The sun comes up and the birds are going to chirp the next day. I mean, life goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it. You look at it in such a way like it's finality. And even through your, like, <laughs> through my own death, at some point, the next day, guess what? They're going to put me in the ground. The next day, the sun's going to come up. Mm-hmm. It just, life continues. Which, that's the weird thing to me. That is the weird yeah. is, is that we just move on like nothing happened. But that's, that's just the universe, man. That's just how the world goes. And, and, you know, we just lost, and I want to hear more of this, but well, we just I, lost. I, we're building it up like it's some grand. Yeah. yeah. It's really not that. Like, no, once you I, hear I, it, I you're going to hear like, the oh, scientific. Yeah, yeah. I love to hear scientific views, <laughs> but we just lost this year. We lost Kobe Bryant this year. And what, what do we think? I mean, it was like the for that day or for those like four or five days, we were like, man, yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant died. You know, stopped all in your people tracks. Yeah. stopped in, in your tracks because you felt like people like that aren't supposed to. He's not pass. supposed to die that early, right. and, and as tragically as it happened with he and his daughter, I mean, that was not supposed to happen. But at the same time, we started. He died, and then we started celebrating his life. Mm-hmm. And the days went on, and guess what? Now we just. We just moved on. We, yeah. we, you know, people were crying and all. And then two days later, a day later, we're back to. Mm-hmm. And that's something I want to hit on because we're going to talk about after this, this explanation of what do we do with this thought? Yeah. Okay, we have this thought. We have this conversation. What do we do with it now? Mm-hmm. And you just touched on something. We celebrated his life. Why can't we do that while, while he's living? Alive? That's right. Why don't we yes. appreciate people more as they're living? Let's get to this. Again, it's not going to be earth shattering. Mm-hmm. So sorry to disappoint. But, and then I want to get back to that because I think we pulled on a thread there that's pretty interesting. Um, this, this article I was reading says the human brain is wired to prevent us from thinking our own mortality. A new study has found. The researchers developed a test that sought to examine how the individual's brains reacted to different photos of themselves and also separate photos of strangers. Half the time, the photos were accompanied by words associated with death and the other half by words without those connotations. The final image shown to participants was completely different to the prior pictures in an effort to test their brain's reactions to surprises. When the death-related words appeared next to the participants' own faces, the researchers found that the brain's prediction systems shut down and were unable to properly correlate themselves to the notation of death. Mm. And that quick quotes here to, to finish that. The, the study's leader says, the brain does not accept that death is related to us. We have this primal mechanism that means, that means when the brain gets information that links self to death, something tells us it's not reliable, so we shouldn't believe it. A colleague of his said the study suggests that we shield ourselves from existential threats or consciously thinking about the idea that we are going to die by shutting down predictions about the self or categorizing the information as being about other people rather than ourselves. Mm. So our brain literally shuts down when we start to think about it, which is again, the scientific reasoning behind this discussion we're having. But again, we touched on a second. What do we do with all this? We have this realization, friends close to us, COVID, whatever. Death is now at the forefront. Now what do we do? Darren, let's talk a little about what you were talking about a second ago. Mm-hmm. Celebrating people after they're gone. 
Yo, you never hit read an obituary. Uh, this is always, I always find this fascinating. The person could have been the biggest asshole ever, mm, right. but you're always going to say the best things <laughs> about him. That's right. Yeah. It's not like you're going to say, hey, he sucked, he hated people, right. whatever. So when quote unquote good people die, why do we wait until death to discuss the things that we admire and appreciate about other people? We don't. We don't. I mean, I think we kind of do, right? Birthdays for the most part. That's a celebration of life. That's a that's a that's a little bit of it. Um but but I think that's just how I think that's just how we operate, right? Like we're always retrospective. Like we can always see back and we can always process what's behind us mm-hmm. as opposed to predicting future, right? There's only been one person, you yeah. know, that that's ever been able to do that, right? So I think that that's, that's part of it to celebrate someone's life. Like it would be hard for me to be like, man, Ben, let's, let's throw a party for your 35th birthday. Cause I know that one's going to be freaking yeah. awesome. Like right. between now and 35, it, that's your time, dude. I'm really excited. Let's throw a party for it. That's just not, that's just not. Yeah. But, how we, but yeah. let's talk about your wife. Let's yeah. just, and, and not to. No, no. We'll talk about my wife. Let's no, talk about my wife. No. If my wife passes get, get away. my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> If my wife passes away tomorrow, I'm yeah. going to be devastated, yeah. obviously. But when's the last time I really told her how much I appreciate? But you know what? That's that's true, man. But that's the individual. I mean, I, I think I don't want to paint this whole thing with no. A brush, you can't. No, you can't. Right? Because not all of us. A lot of us. Like I feel like I celebrate life, mm. like just through humility and and through relationships and friends. I feel like I'm a person that appreciates who Elizabeth prophet is and like reach out and we'll reach out to her and say, Hey, you know, Elizabeth or my wife or my kids. Like here's the thing. Spend some time away from your kids. Just spend a week. Is that an offer? (laughs) (laughs) If you spent like five days just away from your kids, just you and your wife unplugged, what are you doing at the end of that time? I cannot wait. Can't wait I can't see. wait. Like you appreciate yep. your family. It's just when you're in the midst of it is when our brains shut down to say, I, I can't feel, I'm not feeling the appreciation. So do but, you have a desire then absolutely. to show more? I, I, but I, so how can we capture that feeling in I, other words? But again, I go you back know? to age. I, I go back to my age. And I'm, maybe it's because, because I felt like I've been numb a lot through those 20s and 30s because I didn't feel the vulnerability. But as I've gotten older, man, I, you know, I feel good being around people and appreciating mm-hmm. who they are. That's awesome. And reaching out to a friend and say, hey, man, love you, bro. You doing good? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, just needed to hear your voice. Like that's, and I and have buddies of mine that do and that. Is that a realization that you've come to consciously, or is that just who you are? No, you think? I, I think it's I think it's who you are as a person. I think it it, it is yeah. who you are individually I because think it's, I, I think it's subconscious because because I'll I'll validate what you're saying because I do feel like you you have such a a great ability to bring joy into someone else's life mm-hmm. like Definitely. you're that you're that person that you walk in like you can't just help but like feel better right yeah. when when Darren See walks in big old white teeth and you just you know what i mean I'm home baby so so me. so i get what you're saying and and you're exactly right like you appreciate life by sharing that with other people mm-hmm. and sharing joy cuz that's that's what it's supposed to be so i agree with you there um i mean and think about and and I'm this way, and I feel like I've been this way recently, uh, is I'm just heavy to be around sometimes. Like, I just kind of just bitch about it. Like, that's not bringing life to anybody. Mm. I complain about this, or I complain about that, or I'm tired, or I'm stressed, or I'm this, or I'm that. And I think about it, and I think about you, and it's like, man, even if it's a really busy, crappy day, right. it's always like, some joke, something to, right. something to make make you laugh, and I and I traditionally have been that person. Like I want to be the guy that when you walk into a room, it lights up because you're in right. there. Because I want to be life giving, right? Not mm-hmm. life taking. Right. And I think that's part of it. Is is okay? I'm going to appreciate the mortality that we have. So every moment until then, mm-hmm. I'm bringing and giving life to other people. Right. And I I would just hope that more people 
that are listening around the country, around the world, think that way because it's something that I've struggled with, and I recognize, like, man, I haven't done a great job. Yeah, let the me last ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. Do you feel like you're a skeptic? In what regards? In skeptic, as far as not not in your faith, but a skeptic, as far as like, how hard is it for you to enjoy people? Like first time meet people, do you give them the benefit of the doubt, or do you, or are you? Do I one hundred percent. 100% give everybody the benefit of the doubt. How about you? I trust that people are just good. You trust that people are just good. How about you, sir? Yeah, I for sure do that. When I meet somebody, I assume the best. You yeah. assume the best I of do. them, yeah. right? Okay, so I'll, I'll give you this. There was a long time, for a long time, I was that way. Like I give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, you're, you're whatever. I think as I, you know, over time, I've gotten to a point where – you know what? You want to get in the circle. Mm-hmm. You got to prove that you deserve that. Mm-hmm. And once you deserve that, brother, I am all the way down. I'm like, I'm wide open. I am. I'm wide open. And I think that's that's the way I feel about. It. So when I walk into a room, man, all I want to do is if I care about you as a group. Or as, as an individual, I just want to share love. Like, why do I need to bring my own freaking problems to you or my own stresses to you? Enjoy, you know, I, wanna, I want you to enjoy your life I, because I want the happiness as well, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what our job should, like on this show, we always talk about one thing, being a positive light. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what we talk about? That's right. Be a positive light in all this doom and gloom because it is doom and gloom out there every day. Why can't we walk in every day and 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 play around with our kids and and let them smile? Why Mm. can't I mean because in the end, I got those 25 years, bro. You might have 40. Then you might have 45, right? It could be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It could be when we walk out of this room. Why not just share? Good love on people, man. Yeah. Mm. Now that's if you can unlock that that yeah. mentality. Yeah. But not let it just be around the times that you're think that you have a conversation. Yeah. That exactly. You, that you are faced with a, a friend that passes. Like, yeah. if you can somehow unlock that cheat code, we'll call it, because mm-hmm. that's a cheat code. That's not natural. Yeah. That's not most people, in other words. And, and uh, well, okay, maybe it is. I'm speaking for myself. Exactly. I don't appreciate things like I should. In fact, I can always think of, I'm notorious for this. I don't know about you guys, but I'll go on a trip and then I'll get home and I call it post-trip depression. Bro, I'm three weeks out of, I'm still in one right now. Really? Because I'm sitting there thinking, I didn't appreciate that in the moment like I should have. Uh I'm with my best friends. I'm with my wife and kids. I'm doing these things, whatever. And I always look back and think I didn't appreciate that as much as yeah. I should have. And I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's rarely do I catch myself in the moment thinking this is amazing. And when I do, it's incredible how stress how much stress that relieves. So so couple things is I think of the Tim McGraw song right, "Live Like You're Dying." It's it's kind of a cliche huh. deal, yeah. but I, I think in this context, like understand that like we're going to die. Yeah. We don't have to live, and, and we talk about this, like living in the present versus living in the future. Like, am I going to live, and I'm only working for this, and so I'm not going to appreciate every moment here? Like, you need to live moment by moment and appreciate every moment you're in, because if you're not present, right. then how are you supposed that's to enjoy true. life how yeah. it's supposed to be? Yeah. And and so, I mean, that's, that's a great example of it, because I, I literally am constantly like, well, when I get here, when I get here, when I get here. But no, like acknowledge death, acknowledge it's going to be here and that it can come at any moment, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's 45 years, whether it's next year, it doesn't matter. But you know what? Every moment I'm going to live like I'm going to die, die. Yeah. because because there's no other, because we yeah. are, yeah. we really are, right? And that's yeah. just it. What there's if, what a fine if, line there. Exactly. Yeah. What if God told you, what if God came down one day yeah. and just told you, hey, look, you got 10 years. Yeah. You have 10 years to live. Right? How different would your day to day be? And well, uh, how di- how different would your day? And I'm and I'm I'm gonna fast forward this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in put this in context. For the longest time, I've been I've worked with the kids at Make a Wish Foundation, right? And you will see kids go through a process where they only have they've been told I only have a short period of time to live, right? 
And it is heartbreaking. Mm. I mean, there's no, we talk about we'll send them to Orlando, Florida, mm. and they get to go to Disney World. But in the end, man, it is heartbreaking to see families go through that, right? Mm. And a lot of those kids only have like that little small window of time. But you should see the their faces when they get yeah. to go on these trips. Yeah. And it's not so much for them, it's for their families. Uh. Because they get their little, little brother or their, their older sister, they get to go. But that's, that's that little window of joy, man. And I think that's when you see that and that you're providing some type of joy, I think to me, in my, my opinion, when you can give someone a feeling of that type of joy, that's as close as you get to God. Mm. Because you get the little goosebumps. Mm-hmm. You're actually bringing joy to someone's life. That's right. And that's where we should, that's where we should be striving to go. Yeah. Every day. So I would say this to you as well. Like if, if, if anyone is out there and they're having the problems and they're thinking about death or they're thinking about, you know, they're heavy or whatever, and they're looking for that joy, go serve someone. And we keep talking about it. Go serve yeah, you know the the you know American Cancer Society got, or yeah. yeah, there's so many things you can do. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. I do have a question for you. Answer honestly for both of you. If you were told, "Hey, you've got ten years, you're going to die this day," are you the type of personality? That, I think I know the answer, but are you the type of personality that says, "Dang, I've only got ten years left," or are you the type of person that says, "I'm going to enjoy every single day, every second, every second." Every but even second. to your point about the joy that I'm going to give, the time I'm going to spend with my kids, how different that would look. Is that your initial reaction, though? Uh, no, of course. Initially, you're going to say, damn. Okay. I'm sitting here honestly thinking, I'm going to be thinking the whole time, I've yeah. got nine years and 64 yeah. days yeah. left. Yeah. I've got eight years. Like, that's no. just how I'm. Yeah, that's just I'm the wired. Mortality. Yeah. I think I'm wired more to avoid negative than I am to appreciate positive. And maybe that's not weird. I don't know. That's just me. I think more about how do I avoid hurt than I do think about. And that's what I'm talking about. I don't appreciate things in the moment because, and this is probably, I probably need to talk to a therapist about this. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) YouTube here's a great, here's a great, I think example. We look at somebody, I think, I think a Chadwick Boseman, Mm. right? Black Panther, this is, this is someone who knew that he was only going to live so long. Right. Right? And he literally, the impact that he made on people, whether it was through film mm-hmm. or just personal stuff, that he didn't advertise. And he didn't, and he didn't make it about me. He didn't make it about, what did he choose to do? He chose to impact other people. That's right. Yeah. He chose to make a difference. And, and literally, I mean, the impact that he made in our culture, whether it was through Black Panther or mm. just whatever, I mean, we'll live centuries beyond mm. what he did. But yeah. he chose, like, I'm going to take advantage of every moment. And, and we always talk about, you know, we talk about purpose on the show and finding something you're passionate about and what's your purpose. What if we were just passionate about our purpose of life? Right. Like, our purpose is life. Like, why can't we just pursue that? Like, the the, the purpose of being a real estate broker, the purpose of being an entrepreneur or of a community servant, whatever it is, just do life. If your purpose is to live every day to the fullest, mm. impact as many people as you can in a positive way. I mean, imagine all of the opportunities that that really does open up and then you can actually enjoy them because you're living in the present. Right. I think and we had uh, Ryan mm. Moran on, uh, on the show a little while back. He just released a video on Instagram. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw it. And a lot of times we get we get bogged down with we're just not enough and we right. got to do this and we got to do that. And once we do this, guess what? Your life is enough. What if you went through every day that, hey, me waking up and me being who I am mm-hmm. is enough? Right. Imagine the perspective shift that you would have living through that day. Like, oh, I don't need to get that car or I don't need to get that house. I don't mm-hmm. need to have these friends or I don't need to go on that vacation. What I've got and who I am, right. that's plenty. And if you live that way, think about how much more of a fulfilled life you can live because you're enjoying every single moment that mm-hmm. is provided to you, knowing that at someday, knowing that someday this is going to be over. Right. For yeah. the skeptic like me. <laughs> When I hear that phrase, hey, live every moment, live it like it's your last, practically speaking, mm-hmm. how do we do that? And is it even possible to do that 
100% of the time. No. Uh, Speak to us from yeah. experience no. and, and wisdom, Dan. I, I don't think it's possible that we can always. I mean, look, we're, we're <laughs> the way we're made is, you know, we, we are, we're not perfect. And you can't just think that you're going to live a, a, this perfect life. But I can't, I can't tell you this. I think the one thing, and we keep going back to this, is if you don't love yourself, man, how can you love others? That's right. right. So you got to love yourself. That's where it starts. And, and for me, I, I've always thought about, you know, how can I, my mother is all about joy, man. Like when I look at my mom every day, it just, or talk about my mother, it's, and you guys hear me talk about it all the time. She just brought, found a way to bring joy to, to her life. She was the one who walks in the room and everybody goes, Oh, here comes Miss Freddie. She's bringing gifts. She's letting people stay at the house. She's just like, my, my mom is, when, when, when her day comes, it's going to be a celebration. It really is a celebration yeah. of life, right? Because everyone's going to come around. That's because it's because one, she loves herself. Two, she's not afraid to smile. You know how many people walk into rooms and just are shitty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and to me, it's, it feels like it's even harder to be an asshole than it is just to be a good person. You, you almost got to go out of your way to be an asshole sometimes. I, I agree. Yeah. You know? I agree. So, well, sorry, God. So, that's where it starts, man. It starts with self, trying to figure out who you are first, what makes you happy, enjoy yourself, and then try to bring joy, as much joy as you can to the next person. And I think to your point, you, we can't. We can't live every day, yeah. every moment. It doesn't like, work perfectly. that way. That's right. But I think the key is giving yourself grace. Yeah. If you love yourself, like you, you forgive your kids. You right. forgive your spouse You most of the time. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but... How, why do we struggle so much giving ourselves grace right. in those aspects? Yeah. I heard one time they said, if, if you talk to other people the way you talk to yourself, <laughs> you would have no friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. the things I tell myself on a daily basis, I would never dream of telling somebody else. Yeah. You're if not you enough. tell yourself? You're not enough. You're, you're a failure. You're, these are the things that run through my Now, not all the time, uh-huh. thankfully. But these are doubts that I have in my head of, dude, you're 33 and look where you are in life. Like, you haven't done anything. Yeah. Like, what are you? <laughs> Shit, uh, yeah, yeah, these are, the, I mean, this is, that's truly what I think. Now, not all the time. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not a Debbie Downer 24 7. Right. But if something doesn't go my way or it doesn't go perfectly, it's always, dang, what did I do wrong? Right. What, what did I, what did I miss there? What, why, why? <laughs> Another constant thought is stuff like that doesn't happen to me. It happens. It's for other people, like good stuff. Uh, yeah. That just huh. doesn't happen to me. I'm not quote unquote lucky enough for that. Yeah. These are the thoughts that are, these are the true thoughts that are spinning in my head. And it's so funny you say that. I literally had this conversation with my dad this weekend is, is he's always, he, he shared with me, he goes, man, I, I've always struggled with thinking I'm the low man on the totem pole and everybody else is up above yep. me, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got to work really hard just to get even with everybody else. But he goes, as I got older, I realized, you know how many people look at me, me that way? Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. And you know how many people look yeah. at you being a, a top producer in yeah. one of the most competitive real estate industries in the country? Yeah. And they're looking at you like, dang, dude, yeah. if I could just get to where yeah. Ben's at. It's a perspective shift, and right. that's where that service mentality comes into. If you go and if you serve, you you get that level set of perspective on life because it's like, wow. okay, if 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 we made what we make, you know, okay, let's exclude Darren, but if we make <laughs> what we made in Sudan, or if we made made what we make right now in Bolivia or Costa Rica. Can you imagine the people that would look at us and say, holy smokes, these guys are royalty. Like it's a perspective because we're we're in this race, right? But that's where the grace comes in and that's where loving yourself comes in. And I don't think that you can live life to the fullest if you don't love yourself, if you don't give yourself grace because then you can't do all the other things we've just talked about. Mm -hmm. You're not, I don't think that you're capable of walking into a room and being a light. I don't think you're capable of loving other people. I don't think that you're capable of appreciating the gifts that are given. Ben, you mentioned, I I can't get those things. What it does is I think that it blocks us from even seeing the gifts and the good things that happen to us. Yeah. And and let me clarify something. I, I go back and forth. I would say, 
because we just we just talked about like there's some instances where I'm like no I'm a bad dude yeah like, like I'm gonna go yeah. get it and don't tell me I can't right. but then there's other instances where I'm like well yeah, that's and, not the success isn't for me and I'll it's cl- not. I think the same things yeah. so you're not alone in yeah. that like I don't think. I don't ever think, oh, I'm not going to get this. And I, you know, you look at people that, that oh, they landed that deal, or, yeah. or that, you know, they got this gift, or oh, they had a a grandparent that gave them this, mm. and it's like that just doesn't happen to me. That's that's not who I am. Mm. I, I think the same thing. Yeah. But I, I, I need to fix that in myself. Yeah. And that I am deserving of great things. Yeah. But I'm also. I'm also obligated to let those things pass through me yeah. onto other people. Yeah, man. Just know that you're not perfect, man. Yeah. Just know, like, I know I'm, I'm full of shit. Like I always tell you guys, I'm full of shit half the time. Like, the things uh-huh. I do, uh-huh. some of the things that I do in my life, and I, and I know it. Like, I know it. But I also know, like you said, Tyler, like, I give myself grace because I know there's no one perfect yeah. outside of that Yeah, that man that walked years ago, mm-hmm. right? That's the only perf- perfection there is. So, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay when you fail or something happens to somebody else that's good, man. And the thing about it is when good things happen to people, man, it's okay to applaud them. Yeah. Like, enjoy it for them. There's yeah. plenty to go around. It's so much but to the, go around. I just think the, the grace thing and the power that that has to appreciate life. Because yeah. when you're beating yourself up, it makes, it makes a bad thing worse. Because you sulk in it, it, it drags it drags it along as opposed to, okay, dang, I just screwed up, I slept in, I missed a meeting, yeah. or I cheated on my diet, mm-hmm. or um, I forgot my kids, whatever it is. Right. And then you sulk in it, and then you don't give yourself grace, and you're harder on yourself, yeah. it exponentially makes it worse as opposed to, dang, all right, I screwed up. All right, let's go. We're back on it. Yeah. That's all right. I'm not going to do it it's again. It's like a reset button. Bro. Yeah. Guess you what? Hit the reset. And, then it's, and then you move forward. Yeah. And yeah. I just think, man, living life and appreciating every moment of life, if you're living in regret and criticism and all those things, man, you cannot appreciate life. And you don't honor the people that came before you, right. our, our soldiers, our veterans that gave their life for the freedoms that we get to experience. I mean, I feel like that's disrespectful in the way that you live your life if you're living that way. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is why I love doing this podcast because you guys just gave me a perspective shift, like just literally just now in this moment. And you're absolutely right. It is a perspective shift. Mm-hmm. It is knowing the position I'm in, people would kill for. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's a blessing and a curse for surrounding yourself with people that are better, quote unquote, better than you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it helps you strive and, and want to achieve more, but it also you can spend that negatively and think, well, I'll never be get there. I'll never. Yeah. So that was a good perspective shift. And, and, and let's be clear though, like on that too, like by no means am I saying, Oh, well, if you have a car and a roof over your yeah. head, no. you need to be grateful right. for everything. Look, I, I recognize life is hard and there's a lot of things in life and challenges that, that I'm not going to say, Oh, you should just be grateful and don't No, Look, there's things that are out there that are there that are either associated with evil, just true evil, or there's just terrible things that are happening. I recognize that. But I think as, as a whole, we just also need to understand that if we were to pick up ourselves and move us to another part of the globe, yeah. there would be a different level of appreciation with the same mm-hmm. amount of, of blessings that, that yeah, you have. For sure. But here, here's the, I mean, going back on this topic, man, look, you know, what do you, who do you, what do you want to leave? Like, what is your legacy? What, do, what is it that you want to leave? Well, that, that I opened up, you know, five different companies and, and this happened and I was successful and I had made all this money. Or do you want to leave? Like, I'll give you guys a quick story. You know, the Mavericks are playing the, the Lakers years ago. And this is my, my story about Kobe. And we've seen Kobe Bryant do all these amazing things, right? So before the game started, there were – the number of kids, Kobe was the first one out on the court. There's a number of kids that were out there. And I had my son DJ with me. And we were we got there really early because he knew he came out early. And that kid, that guy, Kobe Bryant, shooting around. And then after he got done shooting around, he was the only one on the court. He walked up to all those kids. And he talked to them. And he walked to the DJ and he gave him a high five and he asked him his name and blah, blah, blah. That's life, man. I could care less about his, how many championships he won or, you know, how big his house was, what kind of car or helicopter he had. That is life. Mm. 
That's something I will never, ever forget. So for all of us, those who are listening right now on this show, you know, we talk about death and we're talking about all these things in life right now. Who do you, what do you want to be remembered as? That is the key because it's not about the money. I'm telling you, it's not about the fame. It's about how you are pouring into people. I think of Drew in this last episode. That's right. He was as close to death as you can come, chose life, and he chose to impact people, tell his story, share it, be vulnerable, all those things. And that's exactly right. Because you're remembered how you make people feel. That's right. That's all that matters. At the end of the day, I mean, way too cliche for me to even repeat it, but nothing else matters when you die. That's right. It's the impact that you made on people, how you made people feel, how they're going to remember you. Yeah, I think Drew said it best. Remember what he told his brother. I'm meant to live. Meant to live, yeah. I'm meant to live. That, That little phrase, there's so much power in that phrase when you think about it in the the context of what we're discussing, Mm -hmm. I'm meant to live, not I'm just waiting to die. Exactly. So live. I'm meant to live. Yeah. So live. Well, I I don't think there's any better way to end it than that. Unless y'all got anything else. No, I'm I'm proud to do life with you guys. Yeah. With you, bro. Uh, Man, I appreciate the encouragement that you guys have been. And for any of you that are listening, man, just, Put people in your life that encourage yeah. that encourage to live life how how we're supposed to enjoy it. That's right. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yep. Well, our producer will, won't want us to forget. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube, the Darren Woodson Show. Follow us on Instagram, Darren Woodson Show. Follow us on Twitter, Darren Woodson Show. What else are we on? What? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I have a Twitter now. I've yeah. never even opened it up. Oh, do we shit. have Do we have the 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 Tiki Tack or the, the TikTok, TikTok TikTok? Wow, <laughs> you sound like me. I was like, follow Darren personally <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. <laughs> follow Tyler. Like I said, I I don't know if I have a Twitter or not, but follow it. I won't yeah. ever post anything. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, the, we we appreciate you guys. We talk about it every episode, but. The best way for this thing to grow is by you guys sharing. That's right. And following us and commenting and, and feedback. Connecting and, with us, for sure. Uh, we actually had a comment the other day. And the 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 negative side of me, it's a backhanded compliment, but it, it's a compliment nonetheless. Take it. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> a guy said on our Instagram, he said, uh, everybody's sleeping on y'all's podcast, but it's one of the best things. And I forget the wording, but it's one of the best things out there or something like that. You guys Man. are doing awesome work. So. Yeah. Man. appreciate that right. seriously so much feedback yeah. like that we appreciate so much and uh love 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 you guys following along with this and and like we said we're gonna keep going keep doing it. Right. not done That's anytime right. soon right. tune in oh i guess last week when this goes live was our first ever friday episode yeah uh love that we've added that new uh bit of content to our schedule and hopefully you guys have enjoyed it too yeah. so check so it out this friday yeah tune in this friday for for part two and we'll continue with that as well. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much. We'll uh, see you on Friday.